Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell him to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Kate, uh, let's talk for a moment, if we can, about God. Now this is going to be a tough question for you. In your opinion, if the Matrix is real and we're kind of living in it, how would you describe the role of God in it? <laughs> well, this is going to be controversial. Sorry to be so easy on you, right? No, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Just what is God? Um, quite frankly, I have finally come, I've creepy-moused my way to the understanding that God, the whole thing, is yet another matrix. Um, that there is such a construct around the idea of a higher authority. Um, if, if God is eternal and we are children of God, and this is, this is the rationale that kind of cracked, cracked the matrix for me on this one, is that when I looked at, wait a minute, if I'm a child of God, and that means like any parent, I, you know, am as my father is or my mother is, okay, and my father and my mother are eternal beings. Well, if I'm eternal, if I never was born, which was my personal insight, and I'm never going to die, that I'm this ongoing eternal being, well, who created me if I'm eternal? Who did? <laughs> yeah, so, so I, you know, we, I keep coming back to these layers of identity, these, these beliefs that have been pressed into us. There's a higher authority. Um, never mind Jesus came along and said, the kingdom of heaven is within you. He didn't say the kingdom of heaven is out there somewhere. He didn't say, you know, follow anybody else. I mean, some people say he said, follow me. And what I think he meant by that was he was, be as I am. I am the child. I am my father's son. And I'm an eternal being. Death will not touch me, etc. We've been trying to learn this lesson for 2,000 years now. So there are these different belief systems that we have pressed to us that we take on as our identity. If you take a look at media, for example, which is owned by six major corporations in the United in the in the world, pumping out the same message: we are violent, we are dysfunctional, we are sick, we are emotionally erratic. 
not to be trusted. We're sinful. All of that is true. All of that is in some respect. In some respects, but if you know, if you if the parent keeps pounding a child with that as the message, you're this, you're that. Well, the child's going to believe it, and the child is never going to get out of that matrix of belief and that self hatred, shame. Um, that cripples the child from there on out. And look at the world we've got. We have a highly dysfunctional, crippled world filled with crippled people who have been fed a deliberate lie message that is being pumped out through the media relentlessly, um, for example, that is, you know, we have the globalist reset agenda that, you know, you don't want anything. You're going to, and by 2030, you, you will own nothing and you'll be happy and you'll be on Viagra and God knows what other, you know, antidepressant to make sure you're happy and keep watching those violent video games. There's all this programming that we're, that we're essentially blind to. And so when I say matrix, and I'm, I'm serious when I say there's all these different matrices of belief that we buy into about ourselves. So when I come along or somebody else and says, you know, you are a being of pure love, you are pure spirit, Jesus wrestled with the same problem 2,000 years ago with sure. the same message. People were standing there, you know, scratching their behinds going, uh, I don't get it, <laughs> you know? Um, I'm hungry, I, I need to feed my family, I'm physical, I hurt, I, I have, you know, I have a goiter, I have some horrible physic, you know, physical, the locusts came and plagued my property. You know, physical issues, so we get locked into the matrix of our physicality. And it's so hard to see beyond that program, beyond that message. Yeah. That, you know, if I get out of bed right now and walk across the room and stub my toe, by golly, it's going to hurt. You know, that's the message that my body gives me. And it's so easy to get locked into that one identity. That's a matrix of physicality. And yet we're so much more. Can I assume then, Kate, that you are tipping toward the matrix theory that that's what we live in? Absolutely. You know, it's really interesting, way back, way back, in 2011, um, after the movie The Matrix came out in 1999, a guy by the name of uh, James Gates, Ph.D., he was the director for the Center of String and Particle Theory at the University of Maryland. Anyway, he discovered complex computer codes, <laughs> a special class of codes called, get this, block linear self-dual error correcting codes. Nice. Yeah. Say that five times. <laughs> really? Um, and they were buried in the equations that scientists use to describe re our reality. And ever since 2011, when Gates came out with that, with that finding, you know, the, the, the are we living in a simulation debate has just raged with you know, scientists and even, you know, corporate titans like Elon Musk coming in saying things like, well, you know, the chance I think that we're in base reality is one in billions which makes me wonder what Elon Musk knows. But so, so there's well, he doesn't know too much. He bought Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Um, yeah, so there's, there's even scientific um, validation for, you know, the fact that we're living in a computer-driven um, mental reality. So, and then you look at our programming from religion, from society, um, and economics, it, it all locks us in a box. 
very, you know, it's like those Russian dolls. How small can we be made to be? Mm-hmm. How small can we finally think I, you know, how, how tiny and minuscule and rotten can I think I am? But if we made it, if we're, if we're in a matrix, mm. there's got to be a creator for it. Who is it? Well, there we go. This is what happened. I, you know, I was merrily going along three years ago, George, um, minding my own business, writing books about psychology and spirituality, okay? And, you know, which focused on the cult of positivity. You know, just think positive. Sure. Oh, don't, don't ever have a negative thought. You know, you can't afford that. So I was very hooked into the whole positive thinking arena, which meant that I never looked at anything negative. Like, don't look, don't, 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 don't look at that. And then COVID came along. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...with zero qualifications... She had a Harvard plaque. ...tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. ...that this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately eleven million dollars. Nearly ten million dollars was all gone. Employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, season five, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. 
It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. And the world went pieces overnight. And it, it, we descended into madness globally. And that was what shook me to the core three years ago. And I got off of my 30-year meditation, spirituality, guru, pony, and went, what the heck? What is really going, what is really behind this craziness? Why is the, you know, the self-help industry, <laughs> George, is a multi-billion dollar industry. The, the number of self-help books that are published. Oh, huge, it's huge. Huge. So there's so many human beings want to be good. We go to church. We tithe. We care about one another. We, we read self-help books. We want to be better. We, we've got all of this desire and all of this stuff that we do, and yet we're descending into madness and ongoing conflict. What is driving that mechanism? Well, that's the question I asked myself. So Miss Positivity here turned around three years ago and went, you know, I think there's an agenda, and I think it's an evil agenda, and I think I'm going to research the nature and presence of evil, the history of it, the nature of evil, and its presence on this planet, which is what I did, which was the foundational research for the book Cracking the Matrix. I was so shocked, George. I mean, I was raised in the Christian church. I mean, so, okay, I'm familiar with the devil or mm-hmm. Beelzebub or, or whatever you want to call the great deceiver. But what I discovered is that there is a, a name and a description for this presence. And it's not just one being. It's not just like one overarching, like God, and then we match the one overarching authority with the one over underarching, you know, the devil. It's not just one being. There are names for this presence. The Greeks called it the archons the rulers of earth who were malevolent, sadistic beings controlling the thoughts, feelings, and actions of humans. Are they real? Okay, I'm, I'm going to track with me here on this. This is the research I did. I go, okay, COVID, the world is crazy. We're going nuts. We're getting sicker. We're dying earlier. Our children are enmeshed in violent video games. Our lives have been turned upside down. The world has been turned upside down. What the heck is really going on? So I'm researching evil. So, okay, so ancient Greeks called this presence the archons. For the Hebrews, it's Abaddon. Okay, in Islam, there's a name for it. It's Ashaitan or Iblis. Buddhism teaches that we're not inherently evil, but we create evil because Mara, the demon who tempted Siddhartha, who is the personification of the forces antagonistic to enlightenment, is whispering in our ear. In Christianity, it was called, um, in the Gnostic texts, um, they call it the antimimum pneuma, the evil principle that attaches itself to human beings to manifest through us, to possess us. Well, are you saying we're created by, by evil? No, I'm, I'm saying that we are beings of pure love. We are as our father and our mother in heaven is. We are evil. Well, but but again, what is what is heaven if we're in a matrix? So what exactly? So what is this other force? What do we call evil? 
You know, it, the, the problem, one of the problems why we kind of dismiss this whole thing, George, is the fact that Christianity, for example, has trivialized what is in, what I've come to understand is an interdimensional influence that is entropic. It is a negative force that is anti-life. And it is an intelligence. It's non-physical, and it can possess people mentally, emotionally, and physically. So as I say, the Gnostics called it one thing, the Greeks called it the Archons, the Algonquin tribes in the United States, uh, Native Americans, they call it Wendigo, a hunger, hunger-driven cannibals beings. The Hawaiians call it Aepa. The Cree tribes in America call it Witiko, the evil whisperer. Uh, Carl Jung, the Swiss psychiatrist, called it a deceiving force, the antimimos, the evil principle, an imitator, and he equated it with the Antichrist. It goes on and on. I mean, Hollywood portrays these entities fundamentally as physical vampires, but what they are is non-physical, interdimensional vampires whispering in our ear, influencing us, Always to be in conflict, to be divided, to be upset, to be emotional, dragging us down. The whole point is to lower our light. I'm going to come back. I am as my father and my mother created me. I am a child of God. I am an eternal, pure spirit of love. But now, why am I doing all the bad stuff that I'm doing on this planet? I am being influenced. Now, being raised in the Christian church, I, you know, I, I trivialized this, you know, the, the horns and the devil and the red tail and the forked tail, and it's like, who could believe that? So I dismissed the whole concept of an evil influence on this planet, George, because, number one, my Christian upbringing said, you know, it's a forked tail devil being. Mm-hmm. I was going, well, I can't. Lucifer, Satan. Yeah, Lucifer. Etc. Okay, I can't swallow that. So then I got into New Age spirituality, and it was like, only look at the light. Don't look at the dark. Don't look at the dark. That you know, look over here. Look to the light. And it was all about looking to the light. So the end result is nobody looks at well, the man behind the curtain. Who's pulling the curtains? Plus, it's scary. Who wants to? We've been taught that this influence, this presence, is. Really, really scary. I mean, you know, the devil, evil, gonna gonna eat me alive and you know spit out my bones. It's like, wh- who wants to look at that? Burn you for all eternity. Yeah, drag you down to hell and pitchfork you for eternity. So, the, the fear factor. So, what I'm trying to get across is there are so many deliberate blocks to our seeing an interdimensional intelligence that has been on this planet for thousands of years that has the intention of dragging down the children of God, the pure being ones, which we are, spirit beings, which Jesus taught us we are. And it's dragging us down, trying to get us to believe that we are what it is, that we're violent, that we're corrupt, that we're filled with sin. The original... I mean, do you want to know where the original, the whole concept of original sin came in? And, and this is this is a this is a thought matrix influence that comes through religion, mostly the Eastern religions, Christianity, Islam, and, and Judaism. Um, it came from a, a, a man by the name of Mani, the prophet of Babylon, back in 260 B, uh, A.D. 
And he had a, a voice whisper in his ear telling him that human beings were corrupt by the very fact that they came in and were born in a body. Hmm. So that's the foundation of, of original sin. St. Augustine picked that up a hundred years later and got it, you know, embedded into Christian theology. So now we believe, so many millions of people believe, that we're fundamentally sinful and corrupt creatures, that we should be filled with shame and crawling on our bellies, you know, in, 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 in self-blame, just for the fact of our very existence. But some are. What and but what a twisted teaching to impress upon a child. I am a being of pure love. I am a being. I am an eternal spirit. So the more I can be corrupted mentally, the more I can lo I debase myself because I'm taught that I'm not worthy, and yet I'm a child of God. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more. Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, this is Kurt Woodsmith. You remember me from such TV comedies as That 70s Show and That 90s Show on Netflix. I'll never forget the words that my grandfather said just before he kicked the bucket. He said, watch how far I can kick this bucket. People ask me where I get my dad jokes from. I tell them to listen to the Daily Dad Jokes podcast. Listen to Daily Dad Jokes every day on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 